Good Wednesday morning. Um, I was supposed to do like a whole fun podcast this month of masturbation and like it's also Mental Health Awareness Month. So it was like a double whammy for me and I was super excited. Um, I think the last thing I talked about was how I was going to be planting seeds and I was like kind of equating it to like gardening your own soul and like, you know, planting seeds inside of yourselves, which I believe last time and still this time sounds really fucking gross, doesn't it? Plant my seed inside of you. But anyways, uh, I have to let you know, I still suck at gardening because I have planted like, let me think, six or seven different seeds. Only thing growing is radishes. They're pretty tall. I think I need to like pluck some out and then like repot them to a better home. Not a goddamn thing's growing. Tell me that that's not crazy. Like, do seeds go bad? I probably, I'm sure they do. I found them when I was cleaning out our basement, but like, the funny thing is the radishes were lumped in with all those other seeds. So why did the radishes grow quick? And I know someone's hearing this. They're like, Dana, everything has different sprouting times. I'm aware of that. But I'm pretty damn sure I did this in April, which was like weeks ago. Are you telling me there's shit that doesn't sprout for like fucking, I don't know. Is there, now I have to look back on the seed packets. Maybe it'll tell me. I find it hard to believe that I'm watering something like every other day in this cute little seed starter and it's been like three weeks and not even a fucking iota of our sprouts coming up. Like that can't be for all the different plants. I don't buy it. And the radishes are doing fine. Like at least I should see something, right? Like a sprout in three weeks. So anyways, I think that those seeds are just, I, I feel like Johnny Appleseed. I'm just going to take them and start throwing them out in the middle of the woods and see what happens. Maybe they'll grow in the wild. I don't know. That's an idea. So that was the wrap up of my April gardening that I still suck at gardening. I'm also, because this does correlate, I suck at planting seeds inside myself. I did the whole like Lent for like meditation. We did it almost daily. We missed a couple days here and there. But we were doing meditation at night before we went to bed. Sometimes I'd start out my day doing meditation. And I do feel like having done it for almost 40 days or so, I do feel like it kind of helped to center me. Like sometimes when people were super duper hyper, which some of you may laugh because I'm a hyper person, but like when they would be really like oh, around me, I kind of was like in my head, I could hear that like voice I have on my app. It's like, take a deep breath in and out. Feel where the breath's going inside of you. Focus on where the muscles are, you know, whatever, you know, like whatever the thing would tell you, it was a very soothing voice. And while they were like, blah, 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 like I would like ignore them and just like listen to that voice in my head and just focus on my breathing. And then I wouldn't react. So there's a bonus to the meditation. I'm guessing that's the whole point of it. So you don't like feed off of other people's energy and you keep your peace for yourself. I mean, so yeah, kudos to it. I'm going to keep trying it, but I'm not going to beat myself up if I don't do it every single day. And it's been days since I've done it last. So maybe I'll try today. Um, also, in the sense of brutal honesty, I've just been down lately. I've been down. And now I'm thinking of a song in my head, but I'm not going to sing it. Um, <laughs> I ain't asking for much, doesn't it? Like, I've been up, I've been down. Uh, anyways, I did. Anyways, you're getting an ADD podcast today. And I actually took my medicine this morning. So it, clearly I need to take it daily so it has a better effect. My seeds are just scattered everywhere, aren't they? But I've been down. I had like a job interview that was just a clusterfuck of unprofessionalism. And I don't feel like getting into it because like they offered me the job via phone. 
we had like a half an interview. Then they were like coming in shadow and we can give you more detail. And when I showed up to shadow, they were like, oh, you know what? In the couple days we talked to you, we actually filled that position and just lost your number. But while you're here, we have other positions that you aren't interested in that we would love to hire you for. And I'm like, bitch, no, I didn't apply for that for a reason. I don't want it. I was way more professional, obviously, but I just, so that was like a little blob. And then like we had Mother's Day this weekend. And I got to tell you, anybody who's in healthcare knows where I'm getting at with this. Do you know how like we have Nurses Week, which I think just also happened this month? You know how like all through the year, some of you would be working like 80 hours a week and, you know, 16 hour days and just working with like no staff and more work to do every other day. And you had to like reuse fucking PPE, personal protective equipment. You had to like reuse N95s and paper bags during the height of COVID. And, you know, you'd get like a little pat on the back and like an applause. Healthcare heroes work here. And like, you know, maybe that one week in May for Nurses Week, they were like, here's some lifesavers because you're a little lifesaver. Here's some pizza and cookies. Yeah. And I'm going to need you to keep working with no PPE. Basically like a grin and bear it all year long. All year long, I need you to like grin and bear it, being overworked and, you know, probably underpaid. And we're just going to like give you kudos one week. And I kind of was feeling with Mother's Day this year, that's very much the same thing. Like we love, our society loves to praise a selfless mom. She does everything for her family. She is also overworked and underpaid in our society because we don't value women's labor. And what I mean by that is you have a mom who's arranging everybody's appointments, maybe their medications, you know, doctors. You have a mom doing meal planning, buying the groceries, preparing the food. Then she's doing all the dishes, doing the laundry for everybody. And if you're a homeschool mom, you're also doing their education. But we don't pay for that. We don't pay moms to do that because we don't value women's labor. That's what I mean by that. Like if our government valued women's labor, they would be giving some kind of like stipend to people who were like, you know, taking care of the home. But they don't do that. They maybe once a year on your taxes, you if you make low enough, they might give you like that child tax credit. But we don't value women's labor in our society. We expect women to be their husband's therapists, their uh, family's coordinator, and even women who work are still expected to do a majority of the domestic and emotional labor in their families and their relationships. So I was feeling some kind of way this Mother's Day. I felt like it was a nurse's week all over again. I'm like, how the fuck do I have a career... And my person, like, you know, that just most of the year just gets taken for granted. And then we're going to fucking slap a Band-Aid on it on Mother's Day. Oh, here's some flowers. You want to go out to eat? Or we can make you breakfast in bed because the other 364 days, we want you to continue to be selfless, do everything for everyone. And one day a year we'll, oh God, I guess we got to make it about her. And I know you're thinking maybe Father's Day is the same, but I'm not a dad. So I'm speaking from my mother's point of view. Maybe you're, you feel like that as a dad, that, you know, we don't appreciate men's labor but I kind of feel like in our patriarchal society we absolutely do praise men's labor and not women's because god my husband gets fucking praised for taking the kids to the park like you're such a good dad I promise you I've never had anybody praise me for taking my kids to the fucking park it's just what moms do that's what I mean by like a patriarchal society mothers rear the kids so when a dad does even like 25% of the work it's like he's amazing so it's just, I was feeling some sort of way and I was very fucking pissed on Mother's Day and I'm like, we're not celebrating it. Like I clearly saw my mom and my mother-in-law on the, you know, the day before and I talked to my stepmom and, you know, did that. But like, 
I just told my boys the best Mother's Day gift I could ever want is for them to grow up and be good men and recognize that women should always have bodily autonomy. Just because I have a uterus doesn't mean that you guys should get me to force me to use it against my will. My boys don't think that way, thankfully, because they are like, why nobody forces me to get vasectomies? Why should I force you to have a kid? That's fucking crazy. Like they, so I'm like, good, go out and vote with that mentality, which my oldest does. But you know, I'm like, that's what I need. And I need you boys to make sure when you have partners, you do the domestic and emotional labor of that relationship. Like you take it on 50, 50. And I'd like to think they probably will because my husband is amazing and does do that. But it does make me mad that the bar set so fucking low that, you know what I mean? Like, so if I make dinner, he does dishes. It's like, wow, you do dishes. It's like, well, I do them all the fucking time. Where's my kudos? So yeah, I, I'd like to think that Mark's setting a great example for what kind of men to be. So that was my rant for Mother's Day. And I'm like, and that might be more of a mental health focus this month for me, the masturbation. I mean, have I masturbated a shit ton this month? Of course, because I do all through the year. It's masturbation month. It's just a bonus, right? But, uh, and that is part of self-care. And I say it all the time. But again, because it's mental health, I feel like women more than men aren't allowed to embrace their sexuality. You know, we, we joke about, you know, men masturbating in their teen years. It's like a running joke. Oh, you know, they're hairy palms and, you know, just, oh God, they're in the bathroom 10 times a day. That's what boys do. I can tell you growing up, I heard it like a joke. I never heard people talk about women masturbating, not in a joking way, not in any way. And I feel like sometimes people really be out there telling on themselves when they're like, oh, my wife just doesn't like sex. Women aren't supposed to like sex, you know, or she doesn't like it. She fakes a headache. And I'm like, that just means you're bad at it. Like, but maybe that's too much internal work for a dude. Like, you know, if she's not having an orgasm, like you learn hers matters. I literally, literally have heard in my life guys be like, well, technically only I need to orgasm to procreate. Like I said, they're telling on themselves. Like I, I would be ashamed as a person if I literally was like looking at a room full of people being like, only I need to get off to have a baby. I don't care about my partner, but people will chuckle. Like they'll literally just like, oh, oh, that's funny. It's actually true. And I'm like, actually, because my ass, you know, I read everything. There's been studies that when women also orgasm during sex, that something about the, how it helps the sperm travel better to get to the, the egg. So like, actually, it's better if a woman does have an orgasm. Like, can you procreate without her having one? Of course. But is it maybe a higher chance to if she does? Yes, there have been studies. You can Google them yourself. Very fascinating reads. But it just speaks to a whole bigger systemic problem in our society with how we treat women in general. They're not supposed to like sex. You know, men are supposed to have to like coax them into it. I'm like, do men have rape fantasies out there I don't know about? And I'm not knocking it if that's your kink, but I'm saying like, is that like, you know, you're, I have to force her to do it because she doesn't really want to. And then I won and I conquered. Like, I don't know. We need to be raising our boys to be like, you want to make her feel so good. She's fucking trying to attack you to get it, you know, like because you're doing such a damn good job. Like, that's what we should be teaching boys to, like, fucking, what's the word I'm looking for, guys? To, like, something at the altar. What is it? Like, worship at the altar of women. I don't know. And I know you're going to try to tell me that's some misandry, but fuck you, it's not. Like, if anything, our society teaches women how to, like, get a man. Look at any fucking Cosmo article. Ten ways to get him to notice you. Then read the, read the men's magazines. 
because it's more about, it's not the same. It's not the same. I will just, any next time you're at a supermarket, I want you to look at the fucking headlines of women's magazines and look at the headlines of men's magazines and see where men are about improving. Yeah, you know, get muscles. It's not how to work out to get her to notice you because they don't put the emphasis on women's approval. But the patriarchal society tells women to put their, you know, improvements on trying to get a man. It's fucking weird. And the older I get, the more I notice it, the more like irritated I get. So I try really hard to fucking point that shit out to my kids so they can see it. Because if you see it all the time and it just is, and then somebody's pointing it out to you and you're like, oh no, no. Then you're like, oh, maybe. So yeah, it's just, and that will fuck with your mental health. If you grow up in a society that doesn't even see value in your fucking opinion and doesn't see any value in the labor that you provide people, expects you to do it for free, and then live in a society that would seek to force you to bear children against your will, like you fucking going to feel some kind of way about yourself. So this is capitalism. This is the patriarchal society we live in. Like it's a fucking doozy. And it's no wonder people are struggling with mental health issues when half the population isn't even on the same level playing field as the other half. Now I will talk about this month. I promise you I'm doing this from it's mother's day and I'm doing it from, you know, my point of view, I will definitely talk about, 100% talk about how men have a high incidence of suicide with their depression. But again, this is blamed on the patriarchy because men don't allow other men to have emotions. You got to be stoic. You got to be brave. You're not doing that for my benefit. I promise you. I want to see more men crying. I want them to feel frustrated and fucking cry and sob and say this fucking sucks. I want them to say I'm fucking overwhelmed. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you stronger when you can pinpoint what you're feeling. It's like you're only allowed to feel anger and happiness. It's like you're not allowed to feel the other emotions. I'm here to tell you you can. And I promise you, because I'm doing this from mostly my point of view, I will tell you my thoughts on like what I feel like men need to do to break that cycle. You really need to raise your boys like you raise your girls. That's what you need to do right there. Um, I can go another like fucking 20 minutes talking about men right now because I feel like that's how we're going to break this. I feel like it's how we're going to make a better society of people. We're very comfortable raising our girls like boys. You know, we are. She's a little tomboy. We love it. You know, she plays with, I should say like with those rigid stereotypes that I'm talking about. You know, I know there's non-binary. I know there's, like, I'm just speaking from like a, this is what boys do. This is what girls do for the last couple hundreds of years that we think this is what they should do. Those rigid gender roles are what's fucking making everything crazy. We just need to let people be. We should not be putting a fucking like gender, you know, like crying that's for girls. No, crying's for fucking everybody. Crazy's for everybody. Overwhelmed is for everybody. Sad is for everybody. Anger is for everybody. Nervousness is for everybody. Elation, happiness is for everybody. Sex is for everybody. And I think if we start looking collectively that that might help. I also know there's cultural issues that obviously I'm not aware of because I only know what I was raised in. I know there's religious and there's different cultures out there that do raise these like rigid stereotypes, but I feel like that's their downfall. I just wish we could do like a social experiment where we literally raised our boys like we raise our girls, where we raise them to be the caretakers of the family. We raise them to start reading people's moods from a young age. I would love to sit down and have like a talk with every single person to see what you were raised like. 
you know, if you were in a family of mixed, you know, if you had boys and girls in your family, we have to look at everything. Were you the oldest? Were you the youngest? How were you raised? Was more of the family dynamics, like was more of the emotional baggage on you to fix everybody's problems? Did your brother not have a curfew, but you did as a girl? I've heard that in some families. Was your brother, you know, given condoms at 16 while you were told to pledge your virginity to your dads when you were 16? Like, you know, these are these toxic things we need to get rid of. And I think that the reason we have such an in uptick in all these mental health isn't because all of a sudden everybody's depressed. I think we fucking all have been depressed for a long fucking time. I think that we've had generations of just people trying to be stoic and push that shit down while we kept perpetuating this fucked up cycle. And you'd be brave to step outside of it and say, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to let my boys cry. I'm going to let them wear skirts and pink sparkly shoes if they feel like it. I'm going to let them have crushes on other boys. I'm going to let them be who they fucking are. And I'm not going to condemn it. I'm going to just let them be. I'm going to also remember that what they do is not for me. I think that that's something I read recently that parents tend to like, they see their kids as extension of themselves like property. They're mine. They do what I want them to do when I tell them to do it. Every choice they make in their adult life reflects poorly on me or positively on me. And that's a hard cycle to break because I'm going to tell you right now, when my kids do something, it does fill me with pride. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, but I have to remind myself that's not mine. That's theirs. That's their painting. That's their song they're making. That's, that's theirs. I need to work on being in awe of it instead of acting like I own part of it just because I had them. And I think that's something we all have to look at as parents and the same when they do something wrong in society's eyes, you know, like maybe they stole something or maybe they're having addiction problems and we feel like it's something we did. Maybe it is because we're repeating generational trauma and maybe we all need to fucking look internally to fix ourselves so we can break the cycle instead of just continuing it. But again, even if they do have addiction issues, that's something that they're struggling with and we just need to be supportive. We don't need to be embarrassed to talk about it. We don't need to be wondering if people are going to be talking about, well, it's because the way they parent that they're like this. I think that that's easy for us to think that way sometimes because we think that there's some magic formula. It kind of goes back to women. What was she wearing when she was raped? Because if I follow these rules, I won't get raped. I got news for you. A lot of people get raped. They were, some of them were wearing diapers. So it's not what we're wearing. And just like your kids might have problems with addiction, they might steal, they might cheat on their wife down the road, like, or their husband. That's not on you. So we need to stop looking at our kids as being an extension of us and just more their own person that's going to make their own mistakes. And if we stop putting this weird pressure on them to perform for us, that might also help their mental health. And I can tell you, I've made mistakes with my oldest. I did feel that every high he had was mine and every low he had was somehow my fault. And... It has nothing to do with me. He's his own person living his own life. We just have to love him and support them in what they're doing. So that's kind of another mental health thing that I think we all need to be aware of. Those of us that have kids. And those of us that don't, maybe remember that we are our own people. We don't have to live a life to make our parents happy. If we do, then maybe our parents fucked up down the line. Our parents might have fucked up and made us believe that we have to jump through hoops to earn their love. Maybe they didn't come out and say it, but maybe by every time you did something positive, they gave you this reward. And every time you did something kind of fucked up, 
they maybe, you know, gave you that disappointment, you know, that disappointed look. So it's just something to think about for the mental health part of the month. Like I said, we're definitely going to go into like how boys are because I mean, I'm raising three and maybe I'll have my husband on for that one. That'd be a good one to have him talk and get like what he thinks or any guy that's interested in talking about mental health, the struggles that you face because sexism is rampant everywhere. It's rampant for women in a different way than it is for men. But I do feel like a majority of this is because of the structure put into place by men. Men will rag on other men that fucking show emotion. By the way, I have to leave you with this. You have to watch The Wilds on Amazon Prime because this goes into talking about men and women and how they differ with mental health issues. Um, it's literally like Lost. If any of you remember Lost, it's like a group of girls on an island and there's like a whole like social experiment. And then season two is like a group of boys on an island. And I'm telling you, I love that my kids are watching it with me because I point shit out all the time to them. The girls on the island are more community minded and the boys of the island are more like, you know, I'm the leader. No, I'm the leader. Let's make fun of people who are overwhelmed. Like it's, and they're teenagers granted. But again, what culture are you being raised in? And I told my sons, I really feel like matriarchal leadership tends to be more community minded. And you can even look through history books. Uh, Queen Elizabeth is always one we talk about because she had the most peaceful reign um, the queen before her was Mary and she like suffered from internalized misogyny and ruled like a man and it was terrible. And then you had Queen Elizabeth who didn't get married. And I think it was Queen Elizabeth the first, I'm guessing, but, um, her whole reign was like the most peaceful time they had. So yeah, I feel like if more people were raising their sons, like women to be more community minded for the greater good versus for individual good, I do feel like that's a matriarchy kind of working versus the patriarchy so just look up those things and look into it because i feel like that's that's how we're going to fix the mental health issues and for people telling me they don't think it will work i'm just here to tell you we haven't even tried yet i'm trying i feel like i'm doing a social experiment with my boys right now we read feminist books we actually do a lot of intersectional feminism we come from a place of like you know gay women black women indigenous women and we read from their point of view their life stories so we can learn how to empathize instead of sympathize, you know, you want to like how it's different because they have other things they're battling, not just the sexism, but the racism or the homophobia and then classism, obviously. So raise your kids, boys, as much as you do your girls to be aware of everybody around them and how to make things better. And I got to tell you, if you're raising them to put limits on some people, that's not a way you're raising them to be community minded. If half the population gets, you know, reproduction issues are controlled by the state, that's not a benefit for the whole. Half of them aren't getting the rights that the other half get. So, like, that's a big fucking thing. It seems like it's not in some people's eyes, but it's a huge fucking thing. So, that's kind of my spiel with mental health kind of more pertinent in my mind this month because I've been struggling with it myself. And, uh... You know, we'll get talking about men and mental health this month, and then maybe I'll end on the positive note of masturbation, which again is self-care. <laughs> so I hope you have a good day. This is a little bit longer than I usually go, but I just had so much on my mind.